what's up guys welcome to another episode of the watchers this guy right here his name's tyler and this guy right here is robocop aka clay <laughs> and as gonzo just said we are the watchers it's a podcast we break down marvel films and shows and specials give our thoughts opinions and maybe even answer a couple of your questions nice but before we get into it tell me gonzo yeah. how was the day how was the week how, how's life uh well day was good we took a little uh break because we uh worked very hard for this week little let's say vacation yeah a little bit yeah we can call it that um, um to be honest though to be off the schedule of doing the pod doing clips not a fan can't wait to get back into the routine <laughs> agreed, um, agreed but uh overall great great week actually really good month really enjoyed my time with uh, family and friends, seeing you, you did seeing see me. some, yeah, seeing some other friends, yeah, uh, that I haven't seen in a very long time, yeah. So, pretty dope. But uh, how about yourself, uh, Mister Robocop? <laughs> uh my week, my day, my day was great. Uh, nice. First snowfall of the year, so a little spicy getting to work this morning. But outside. a lot of rain over here. Mm. A lot, a lot of rain. Have you told Mother Nature to maybe reel it in? Because I uh, imagine that's not ideal. I did. I, I didn't. Oh, okay. Then this is the why I was thinking. Because she's probably getting a lot of calls coming in. That would make a lot of sense. Because I just looked at the forecast. Mm -hmm. Rain for the next seven to eight days. Yeesh. Straight. So, not welcome ideal. to Oregon. That is true. Um, that is true. Yeah, uh, we're, we're finally getting over... The beautiful fall season, and now we're into the the just the shitty uh this this guy girl. I wish but... I could. <laughs> there she oh, is. There she is. She's sleeping. She's just chilling. But yeah, um, week's been good. Nice. And honestly, you know, I have to, I have to agree. The month has actually treated me pretty well. Um, mm -hmm. I also, like you just said, I got to see you. That was obviously really nice. We've talked mm -hmm. about that already, but that was really fun. I also got to see a friend that I haven't seen in quite some time. Another yep. person you also got I to see. That. Yeah. Um, that was really fun. Um, it was supposed to be like a little pit stop on his way back home. It was going to be like an hour long. And I mean, you know how those go. You, you got the first hour is just how, catching up. A couple. A couple brews will do that to you. A couple brews, and all of a sudden, it went from like one to like five thirty, and I was Damn. like, "Oh my god!" Uh, did no, you? Um, see him, though. Did you guys go to the same uh, place that we did? We did not. Oh, oh dang! We stopped. I think in, he would have uh, really enjoyed that pizza. He would have. That pizza was really good. But he's a big sports guy. He oh, wanted to go well, that makes watch sense. The games. So uh, I don't know about. I mean, he is a big sports guy. He's a big football guy, we should say. <laughs> He's mostly on the the sports gambling side, so I'm sure he had some. Uh, oh some, no, he he had some parlays picks in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was yeah. He's like, I need this game to do this. I need this person to do that. I need this to happen yeah. here. And I was like, I will say it will. I will say it makes the game a whole lot more interesting. Yeah. 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 <clears> I currently actually have a a bet in right now while doing <laughs> this spot. Lovely. So, Hopefully, you know, they both hit, and wow, nice. it's going to be a great couple, uh, great couple of days. That'll be nice. <clears throat> um, well, enough yapping. Yeah. Enough. 
I'm mm-hmm. sick of it. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. sick of hearing myself talk about my week, my month, yeah, yeah. and my friends. That came out crazy. Uh, tell That's me, crazy, bro. Tell me, Gonzo, what are we covering and what are we starting over the course <laughs> of the next six weeks? Well, we finished um, with an absolute – I would want to say the F word so bad – absolute banger banger of a show yeah um but we uh hold on a thought i'm holding on my thought oh thank you thank you i was expecting you to call on me yep. uh real quick um i guess two things first thing a lot of like uh the like artwork and stuff that people have been creating over loki yeah. season two has been phenomenal yeah. but i mm-hmm. did see a post and I, be- I it was fan made but it was really well done where it was like uh, in the beginning of your story, and it was like Loki from Thor. It was like you weren't worthy to pick up Milnir, and now we entrust of you to hold our timelines together. I saw and it that was yeah. at the end, and I was like, "That's so fire!" Like that really yeah, is my no, guy right dope. there. Which, by the yeah. way, missing another episode. We're gonna have to get him on the phone or something. I know it's pretty crazy. He is part of the Watchers now. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like. <laughs> I don't know. I, oh, I, I actually, understand Lee. He could be watching us. He could be, but there's not a lot of input. And I feel like he had some – I, I imagine, I can assume yeah. he would have yeah. some pretty good points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm but so sorry. Look, at, look at us talking about Loki still, even <laughs> though we're on another show. <laughs> we are on another show. But God, it's, it's that so good, good of a show. It is really um, good. But uh, we decided that we are going to watch Moon Knight. Woo! Um, my opinion on this show, I think it's a really underrated show. I really enjoyed it. Um, I haven't watched the finale in a while, but I remember what I felt in the finale. I think not really disappointed, but actually, no, the finale was good. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't remember it that much. So it's nice to get a little refresher. Yeah. I know like the first, I don't know. I mean, especially this first episode's really good. Second, and I mean, all of them are pretty good. Um, so I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see some uh, some foreshadowing for the future episodes that we'll notice mm-hmm. because we've watched it before. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of I'm right there with you. You know, I feel like yeah. this show was not a part of like the original three. You could say between like Falcon Winter yeah. Soldier, Loki, and WandaVision, and those all banged in their rightful areas. Yeah. You know, 100%. so like it felt like after that it. it I don't want to say they lost their momentum, but they definitely lost a hype after like after a couple months after those were released. So I felt like this one did kind of go under the radar. Um, and I having think... Oscar Isaac, he's a freaking stud. Yeah, I, it actually brings me to one of my points. I was going to say my opening thoughts, and I totally forgot. Oh, um, I was going to say Oscar Isaac is a phenomenal actor. Do I mean, not say that. You're not allowed to. That's one of my points after Act One. <laughs> can't believe you're already taking my points okay we'll wait we'll wait for i mean you might as well you might as well um i think he's a phenomenal actor we i mean one episode in um and like he does a really good job of like for each i mean playing a different character and the same person i feel like can be extremely difficult absolutely but the way he's able to change his facial expressions change his mannerisms i mean the voice is obviously going to be the big thing, but I think those other two things are kind of like a really big cue for the audience to notice which character is who. I, and I think I he does a really good job 
um, uh, portraying that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, I I think he's dope. I'm. I don't know when we're gonna see him in the next MCU project, but I'm super excited because yeah. the character, the suit, Unreal, <laughs> and him are great. Yeah. So yep. I'm excited to see. But what were you gonna say in your, that point about Oscar Isaac? Was it kind of the same thing? Uh, I mean, I guess I'll. Uh, we'll wait till after we get to Act One. Okay. No matter what, I'm okay. gonna reiterate it. So. Yeah, yeah. Hope you guys are okay with hearing that pretty much twice minimum. <laughs> um, yeah. With that being said, are you ready for Act One, my friend? I think Nala and I. Yeah. Are ready for Act One. <clears throat> she's tuned in, locked in. Actually, to be honest with you, she's looking at the box today. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting her just to be looking at the wall. That was really, that was really funny. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, yeah. So yeah. realistically, I'm ready for Act One. All Nala's right, in her own world, just daydreaming. You well, know? <laughs> you know, me and her will have a conversation at the tail end After. of next month. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Person, person to cat. You know, I'll yeah, sit her down. Yeah. All right. Oh, that was funny. <clears throat> Act one. This season opener of this show starts with us watching Arthur break a glass cup and pour the shards into his sandals. After a brief intro, we meet Stephen, who is chained up by his ankle to a beam in his apartment. He unlocks himself and begins to check around his apartment to make sure that there are no footprints in the sand around his bed and that the tape is still sealed on the door. He calls his mom on his way to work and leaves her a voicemail telling her that every morning he feels like he was hit by a bus. He gets to work at the ancient Egypt Museum, kind of a tongue twister, mm -hmm. and speaks with a young girl about the traditions of the ancient Egyptians had, showing us that he has extensive knowledge on the subject. After work, he goes to visit a golden statue man where he tells the man all of his secrets and that he's got a date with a co-worker. Uh -huh. Once home, he begins to set up his security parameters again and listens to a podcast about staying awake, even though he should just be listening to the watchers. During the night, he begins reading ancient Egypt, ancient Egyptian books, furthering his knowledge until he wakes up in a field groaning with pain. He begins to hear a voice telling Stephen to go back to sleep and that he wasn't supposed to be there. The voice, the voice also tells Stephen to surrender the body back to Mark and that the idiot is in control. <laughs> Confused, Stephen reaches into his pocket finding a golden beetle, a.k.a. the scarab. Stephen finds some townsfolk, but they start shooting at him, so Stephen runs into the village. Arthur walks to the village, and he begins preaching to the people about Amit, and offers people judgment for Amit. The first person he judges is deemed good, but the old lady who comes after was deemed bad, and she wilts away in front of everybody. One of the guards goes to Arthur and tells him that the exchange went bad, and that two of the guards are dead. Arthur speaks in a different language, telling everyone to bow, but it doesn't register for Stephen at first, leaving him the odd one out of the group. Arthur walks over to Stephen, asking him for the scarab, and Stephen happily agrees, but the voice tells Stephen that he will give Arthur nothing. You get nothing. Stephen holds out the scarab, but his hand shuts, and without trying, his body begins to walk away, but he is grabbed by some guards. As he is taken away, Stephen looks like he's having a seizure, and when he comes back, he is covered in blood, and all the people surrounding him are dead. The voice tells Stephen to not drop the scarab under any circumstances. Stephen hijacks a cupcake van and flees the village. That's Having a fight with Nala right now. Ah, <clears throat> ah. Great job. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Nala, one more time. 
Thank you. All right. <laughs> oh, you can see your tail. Um, yeah, great job on Act One. Appreciate that. Beautiful reading. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, first scene is uh, pretty interesting. Um, I, I when I first watched it, I, I mean, obviously we weren't doing the podcast, so I was like, just like, why, why the heck is he even so doing that? A weird guy. Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> but I was just curious. And so Arthur Harrow, is that his last name? I believe it? so, yeah. Is a disciple of the Egyptian goddess, Amit, puts broken glass in his shoes as a form of self-sacrifice and a blood payment to Amit. Correct. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Um, and what a crazy way to start a show, I feel like. Um, yeah, it's a little bit morbid. I do like it though because it's um the show's a little more it's it it's dark. There is a dark but also beneath it. I'm not I don't even know how to describe it. I, I think the best way I can say is family friendly. Yeah. It's like a dark family friendly blend yeah. Yeah, that yeah. works really well. Um but I really enjoyed it. Uh his and then here I go again. <laughs> Banger song. <laughs> love love that song yeah uh i think it fits perfectly with that character yeah. uh, moon knight um i think that's awesome and uh we see steven just you know going doing his daily routine going to work and everything mm -hmm. and then at night he's like he has no one to talk to so he's venting to the gold yeah uh, was it what is it how do you uh, what what's the name for that i just said A gold statue performer. guy street performer yeah i said gold statue guy yeah, I, you know? I agree. I agree. Yeah. Uh, like that dude is unreal for staying in character. Like yeah. the things he's hearing, you know, he's I just like, it doesn't completely even just, it's probably good <laughs> practice for him. I'm not going to lie. Like, that you know, true. to really stay in character. And so, like, Stephen's can... still helping him out, you know, taking pictures of other people with him, yeah. making sure that they yeah. tip. You mm -hmm. know, I mean, so probably in his head when he's like standing like this, in his head, he's probably like, oh, this fucking guy. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> This guy again. Sorry, guys. <clears throat> but I thought that was really funny. And um, when we get to the scene where Arthur is in the crowd of people and the first lady comes up and tests her judgment with the crocodile hammer, Amit's hammer. What is Kane. that? Cain. Yeah. Is it that long? Yeah. He uses it looks it really to walk short when he's walking through the village. Does it? Yes. It's huh. like a Interesting. Sorry. He's Anyways, good. yeah. Amit's Kane. We're say Amit's Kane. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. So. The first guy was it? It was the first guy. Um. He was good. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he said, "This is a good man." And then the old lady comes up, and obviously she's not a good soul um from arthur's words but i was thinking because i mean obviously it's a villain character could be a villain uh god mm -hmm. in a way evil god mm -hmm. um so i was thinking does amit take only from like pure good souls like is that how she gets her power i yeah. don't know i seriously um I, I thought that was a I, I was wanting to see what do you think that could be a possibility or is it just like actually what Arthur Arthur says about um, maybe she's been a good person her whole life, but maybe in the future she'd do something bad. 
So I think I think the whole thing uh, about Amit and Arthur is that, like, the whole issue around Amit is that she is punishing people based on her beliefs of what's good and bad. So, mm-hmm. like, what someone else might not think is bad, she does, so she, you get punished for it. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like that is where, like, it kind of gets a little skewed. Um, and for the whole aspect of um like her seeing the past present and future mm-hmm. it is a god so i can't say that she doesn't but yeah. I, I i i think that that's where like the whole thing gets skewed is that amit isn't a very good person because of her ideations of what's good like what's great work thank you uh like what's good and is bad it ideations is that idea? Yeah. that's a great word sorry no i mean gas me a little bit more <laughs> yeah um i do use think that... ideology in that word what was that? Or is that, is it, is it ide- ideology? Yeah, that would be, yeah. Nice. Okay. Not good with the vocabulary. We're doing learning. great right now. We're doing so yeah. good. Um, <laughs> but I think that's where it gets skewed is that like just what she thinks is punishable may not be punishable to the next person, but she's taking it under her own hands to that punish those people. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. yeah. Um, the scale tattoo is tough. I think that's sick. Imagine the future is like moving tattoos. Yeah, that'd oh, be another point off. Yeah, no, it's it's not even a big deal. Um, yeah, um, that would be super fire. Uh, yeah, I that it might be cyberpunk that video game, or it might be yeah, a, I could definitely or it see might that. Might be um, altered carbon, the show, which is a phenomenal okay. show. You guys should definitely check it out. Season one's much better than season two, but they're both good. Uh, <laughs> it's got our boy uh, uh, um, Andrew Anthony Mackie in the second season. Oh, nice. Um, but it's either one of those, which they're both in a similar like cyberpunk type yeah. beat. Uh, one of those though has like moving tattoos. And oh, that's I, cool. When I saw that, I was like, I want to say body space, just in case <laughs> that does happen. Like I'm trying to run one of those. I don't even know how they can do that, but you never know. I mean, if I got to chop off the some... leg and then like get a like cy- cyborg leg and get like a moving tattoo that way, I'm fine with that. Yeah, that'd be, I mean, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be, that'd be pretty cool. <clears throat> Um, and then my last point, I just, it's funny, but it's actually, I like, I like it, but it's kind of funny if you like really think about it, like him acting in that scene, but I love the way he transitions, but without the editing and all the effects, he's just doing. Oh like, yeah, yeah. 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 When he's you know, like, he's just yeah, like, when he's changing, yeah. that would be, I wonder what, like what the script says for him to do in that situation. Yeah. Like yeah. spaz out, mm-hmm. have a seizure like roll your eyes back and shake like mm-hmm. i don't know it's it's kind of similar to like imagining low-key time slip have you seen that video yeah i, I did he's so doing that's what the maybe, most <laughs> he's doing the most and then yeah. he's got the you know the hair yeah the hair flip <laughs> the exaggerated hair flip but he, you know he's got hair, good hair to do it so i'm I not wish. i'm not dissing the man at all love love him i wish <clears> i did yeah yeah, yeah, I'll be there soon. I'll be there soon. But that's the end of. Uh, that's what. What's what you got? Points. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Let's well, see let's what just, you got for that. Let's just reiterate what we started in the beginning. Okay. I know that Oscar Isaac gets his flowers. He really does. Um, mm-hmm. But he really is a phenomenal actor. And exactly what you were saying about the accents, which is what I wrote down. 
um, being able to nail the British accent and then being able to switch yeah. between accents with ease. Yeah. But also those mannerisms and the way that he like almost reshapes his face. Reshapes um, it. It's weird. It 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 is. It's one of those like few and far between type actors. Like you. I think you it's don't an see, eyebrows. I really uh, do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I don't know. Love the guy. Glad that Love he him. is officially a part of the MCU. Uh, I'm hoping we get to see him again. Oh the yeah. Next one being. When he is talking to that, uh, the like student that's in the uh, museum, and he talks about how like they mummified all the people and how they would go in through the nose and suck out all the organs but leave the heart. Yeah. Did a little bit of goggling. What they would actually do is they would remove all the organs, but then they would remove the heart, mummify that in and of itself, wow. put it back into the person, and then mummify the person. Um, Dude, that's just so. That's just so that now we're getting into like a little not conspiracy theory. It's just weird to think like that was the ancient humans. Yeah. Yeah. Just doing that, you know? Yeah. That's just, that's so odd. Like where, I mean, we just completely went away from all of that. Yeah. I will say, um, when I die, hopefully soon, hopefully soon, hopefully soon. Okay. um, No. Uh, the whole, there's a whole thing of like people have, uh, like quarters or dollar coins put over their eyes. I would like to have that be done. For the boat man. Correct. Yeah. Um, the next one I have is, uh, it's more of like an in-depth introspective type thing about Steven is that it is really sad that he has to go to a street performer to like vent and just talk. It is. And it's even more sad that the street performer's whole thing is that he doesn't talk. He's supposed to be a statue, but he's mm-hmm. there to just like vent and talk about his day. And I don't know. It's pretty sad. Like his mom doesn't pick up the phone, which we find out in later the reasons why. Um, okay. But like he, he does talk to coworkers, but the whole time he's, he's, his work environment isn't very healthy. Um, no. So it, I don't know. Who's that lady? Donna? Donna. Donna? Yeah. Man, terrible boss. L. L boss. I'm homeless before I work for her. Yeah. Yeah. And how 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 is he not cranky because he's so tired? Maybe Valid. he's just so exhausted he just has no emotion, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, next one being, now that we are doing this whole podcast thing, whatever we're going to do. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. And watching all of these Marvel projects pretty frequently, I've noticed that Marvel really enjoys adding this whole voice with no figure. So like the main one I can think of, obviously Green Goblin, whether that was his subconscious or something else in him. Lizard had it, Doc Ock had it. So the whole trilogy of, or I guess not the whole trilogy because Lizard's Andrew Garfield, but, and now Khonshu at first. Um, I don't know. I think it's interesting. I like it. It's ominous, but. Is Moon Knight an anti-hero? I would assume so. Okay. So this is like the first time we're seeing a, a voice on a somewhat of a hero. You like yeah. in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're all villains. The other ones were villains. Yeah. 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 And I'm sure I'm missing some. Let's be real. I'm not perfect. I'm trying to think, but I can't think of any. But um, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And then last, certainly not least is another introspective type thing with Arthur, which is when he is walking mm. through the village, everyone parts ways for him. So he doesn't stop yeah. and have to stop and, and squeeze through Treat people. Treat it like a god. Which I think shows how much respect and power that this character has among these oh, people yeah. and the ties in which he is connected to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that really 
I don't know. I, I feel like that makes him more of a scarier villain than what you would see on like face value of a guy that's walking around in a cane in some yeah. sandals. I'm sorry. If you try to act tough and you're wearing sandals, I promise let's, you, you're not intimidating let's not, me. Let's not forget the glass in those sandals. That's an edge I on my part. I do like the little detail when you when you hear him walking, you just you hear, hear the crunch. Yeah, you yeah. just hear the crunch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just feel like that it looking into that a little bit more it shows uh the 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 power in which he has. Yeah, one hundred percent. Makes him a little bit more scary of a villain. Mm-hmm. So. He, I don't. Maybe you know his name. Do you know the actor's name? Uh, yes, Ethan Hawke. Yeah, he's he's good. Yeah, he, he's got a weird like hippie vibe in a way. What did I just see him in? He is in a recent film, isn't he? It wasn't. No, it wasn't a recent film. Uh, hmm. I was it literally last night's movie. I didn't watch a movie last night. Two nights ago, I think it was. Yeah, Knives Out, Glass Onion. Oh, he's in that. I love that, bro. Both of the Knives Out, great. big fan of. Great, great, great films. It's also great in a uh, Black Phone. Something yep. Like, yes. The movie. Yep. I've watched that. Sucked. Yep. That I'll was not a good movie at all. Not it, a good movie. It just felt like I was on the edge of my seat the entire time, waiting for something to happen. You're just and waiting for nothing the, happened. The climax happened. And there's nothing happened. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I hate those. And it's a horror film, so it's like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. I remember watching. I was like, this is the, this is so mad. I watched it on but a class, plane into Costa Rica, and I had yeah. three people. Uh, tap me on my shoulder and ask if I could turn off the movie because it was scaring them. And I took out my my AirPod and I was like, this movie isn't good. I promise you they're trying to be scared of. And I continued <laughs> watching it because I was like, I paid for my ticket. I'm trying to think what what character did he play in Glass Onion? Uh, he Glass Onion? he uh, was a guy that pulled up once they were all going to the boat and sprayed them in the mouth with stuff so they wouldn't need their mask. Yep. Which is pretty 100%. much the cure for COVID. I'm pretty sure is what that was. That's uh, well, yeah, exactly what it was. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, totally forgot. I need to watch that again. God, I love that movie. Um, but are we uh, ready for act two? I believe we are. All right. <clears throat> the guards are chasing Steven and one of them even jumps into the back of the van. Steven does his best to defend himself, but changes again and comes back to the man dead in the back and holding a gun. The voice tells Mark to wake up. And if Steven loses the scarab, he will kill the uh, kill both of them. Steven changes again and comes back, driving backward and visibly scared. He doesn't know what to do, so he throws the gun at one of the cars chasing him. The voice roasts him and tells him to leave uh, leave them be and calls Steven a parasite. Steven wakes up in, up in his bed, still detained by his ankle restraint and the tape still sealed on the door. He notices the fish has grown back its other fin. So he takes it to the fish store where he, the employee tells him, like I told you yesterday, which confuses Stephen since he doesn't remember being there the day before. He notices the clock and realizes he's running late for his date. So he leaves to prepare. After being at the restaurant for a while, he decides to call his date and she tells him she was there two days ago and not to call her anymore. He asks the waiter what day it is and the waiter, said, the waiter tells him it's Sunday. He is stunned since he doesn't remember anything in the last two days. After leaving the restaurant, he calls his mom, leaving another voicemail, lying to her about how well the date went. Once home, he sadly eats a box of chocolates he bought for his date and spills them on the floor. 
He notices some scratches and a loose wood plank on the wall. He removes the plank and reaches inside to find a key and a phone with several missed calls from Lila. As he holds the phone, Lila calls it, so Stephen answers. She expresses how happy she is, he is alive, and that it's been months since she heard anything from him. Stephen tells her he just found the phone and she cuts him off saying she's confused about his accent. Stephen asks her who she thinks this is, and she says, what the hell, Mark? Which shocks him and makes him remember when the, the voice called him Mark as well. Lila hangs up, and Stephen begins to hear a different voice. Stephen walks through his house, seeing the reflection in the mirror telling him to stop. So Stephen runs to the elevator, scared. The elevator stops on floor two, where he sees Konsu walking toward him, and he begins to panic, falling to the floor and yelling. Entering the elevator, Stephen realizes it's just an old lady, and she gets uncomfortable sharing the elevator with Stephen, telling him she is visiting a friend. <laughs> Great job. Great job. Thank Great you. Job. I don't Anyway, regardless, my first point, he is driving. Yep. He's, he's whipping the cupcake mm-hmm. van, and there is a truck full of chickens in front of him, and he expresses, he's like, I don't even know what I'm doing. I don't have a license, and... Just like everyone else that gets behind the wheel, gets yeah. a little road rage. You know, mm-hmm. he starts honking. He's like, you got to move. What are we doing? Bippity a little boppity. Nah. And he finally passes the the truck full of chickens. And it's just an old lady with like a – dude, I lost it. You guys yeah, will see it on the so screen because I want everyone to experience how funny that scene was. Yeah, that was a great scene. Um, I loved it. The next thing, and you're going to disagree with me on this one, and that is fine because okay. you suck sometimes. All right. He's at this restaurant. He's at a steakhouse. It, it looks like a quite a bougie steakhouse. The way oh, the waiter's I know what you're going to say. I know you're Steven says, just give me the best cut. And then the waiter says, how do you want it cooked? And he says, I want it cooked nice or well or not well. He says nice or good or something. And the waiter says, okay, I'll put you down for a well-done steak. Terrible waiter. That is an awful waiter. If you were eating a steak, anything past medium, you're a boy. I, I just, <laughs> I, I can't do medium. There ain't no way. The lowest I'll go, or in that scale, highest. Yeah. Uh, no, it'll I'll do be me- lowest. I'll do medium well. Yeah. I mean, but that's that's where I cross the line. Can't I can't do medium. Well done. I can't do. I do well done for burgers, but I can't do it for a steak. So I do medium well. You lost me. <clears throat> it just doesn't do it for me. I just don't like just constantly chewing. That's what happens like when just, you get a well done steak, in my opinion. No. That's my it's opinion. Just, it just it's like butter. Mm. And you get the little taste, you get the meat, you know. I don't need the 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 juice, the blood, basically it's, going it's in my hemoglobin. mouth. Hemoglobin. Okay, blood. but it, you know, but it it looks like blood to me. Anyway, but that's that's not. I don't care about that. I just don't like the the extra juice. You okay. Know? Okay. Continue well, on. <laughs> Sorry. He gets his phone. He's looking through all the missed calls. There's a lot from Layla, and there's yeah. one from Duchamp. I did, I did a little, see that. little bit of goggling, a little bit of research. Found out that that is one of Mark Spector's closest allies from the comics, and his alias is Frenchie, which and I thought 
was kind of neat because the boys. Um, Interesting. Marvel boys crossover. That would be. They wouldn't be able to let it slide, though. That'd be the issue. It would have to be the Marvel characters going to the the boys universe. Could you imagine? Could you imagine Thor in the boys universe? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I think Iron Man would die kind of right off the rip. The only one that's really going (laughs) to put up a fight would be Thor. Maybe. Cap's dead. Oh, Cap's gone. Spider-Man might have a chance to survive for a little. I would agree with that, potentially. Not a long time, but enough. His spidey senses would tell him what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, Wanda's gonna... She'll do some damage. Wanda, I think, would Wanda be would do some... Yeah. Doctor Strange. Strange. I think he could be fine. He just put everyone in that... Uh, that What is it? Like the the like the like glass room or whatever? Oh, yeah. Affect the oh, that would be cool. World. That'd be insane. And then they just <clears> duke it out. <laughs> in one sick. universe bro in one universe something oh that would be so unreal did anyone yeah wow, we're we're, we're ra- we are going on some rambles tonight yeah buddy. we are um <laughs> dude champ is also uh mark specter's pilot which is kind of neat oh nice um we don't see him in this show do we we do not but okay. it's kind of like a nod uh something we might that see we'll see really. him probably soon yeah yeah okay um and this is like a personal take of mine which is that, especially in this first episode, after this first episode, um, you can tell, obviously, that this opinion is wrong. But when you're watching this show, especially in this elevator scene, um, I was like, wow, this is a show about a guy that has schizophrenia. Um, and he's seeing yeah. all this stuff, and he's visualizing him doing all of these things that aren't really happening. He's having these crazy dreams. Um, which is, you know, like he, he's really thinks that he's living in this, but in reality, it's a dream when he's still locked up, mm-hmm. uh, kind of similar to like Danny Darko. Obviously we find out later on in this episode and moving forward that that's all yeah. cap and a lie. But I also, I do think that, that would be a really cool plot that Marvel could explore of like mm-hmm. a schizophrenic character. Um, yeah. I don't know exactly what they would do, but I think it'd be neat. And it also would kind of show, um, spread some light on that, that mental illness there, because that is a very scary and touchy illness to have. Yeah. That would not be fun. No, there's no, there's not really like a, there kind of is some treatments. There's treatments sort of, but it pretty much is like heavily sedating the person. That just builds up over time. Right. Schizophrenia. Yeah. You're not just born with it. Right. Uh, sort of. You could be. Yeah. Hmm. Could just be like trauma in the childhood. Yeah, yeah a, I okay. mean, there's a lot of different cases. Yeah. Um, and my last, which makes sense, out. actually. Sorry. No, it does make a lot of sense. Um, <clears throat> wow, yeah, it does. <laughs> um, <laughs> but my last and certainly not least, Conchu's design is just phenomenal. Great. Yeah, that was one of my points. You're, oh, you're probably really happy about that. I am kind of actually really happy about that. It's kind of weird because I um, used to take my points. Mm-hmm. And now it's flipped, mm-hmm. I feel like. And you're robbing me of 90% of mine. Um, but yeah, his design is just phenomenal. Um, yeah. I think he looks really good. He's ominous. His The voice voice actor, I didn't grab his name, and now I feel terrible. Right. But he's a stud. Um, yeah. Yeah. All you, sir. Um, I don't really have too much for Act 2. Um, two things. Is, uh, I... This show's kind of, I like the horror in this uh, show, mm-hmm. or this episode at least. The especially in the elevator scene, mm-hmm. it's all dark, you know, lights flash. Uh, Kons- was it Konsu's coming closer? You know, 
Um, <clears throat> I do really enjoy that. Uh, what I do really like, and I will get to this point in Act 3, but I do like the reflections mm-hmm. um, that you see from in Steven's perspective, the reflections yeah. of his perspective. Yeah. Because you don't know if it's just going to be a normal reflection mm-hmm. or is it going to be Mark um, yep. looking at him or something else? You know, I thought that, I think it's really cool. Yep. Um, we actually get to but see honestly, in act three. Yeah. Honestly, don't really have too much in you this act. I have, uh, I know I did, um, but that's all that I got really for uh, okay. act two. <clears throat> well, I'm excited to get into act three I and am to too. touch more on the reflection point. Yep. Ah, uh, that's great, because I'm going to go first, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to take your point, young man. I don't think you are. <clears throat> right. my, my act three we'll notes are very odd. So if you do, I will Venmo you a dollar. Okay. All right. <laughs> Deal. All right. Act three. Steven wakes up on a bus and screams, scaring everyone on the bus. He gets off the bus and notices Arthur is on the bus waiting for him. Watching him, I should say. Stephen walks toward a man he saw on the bus, and Arthur appears behind a column saying that he thought Stephen Grant was an alias. Stephen goes to a security guard for help, but the security guard shows his tattoo of the scales of good and bad, telling Stephen that he works for Arthur. Arthur begins explaining Amit saying she was only the boogeyman to evil doers and could see everyone's past, present, and future to prevent bad from happening. He also says that Amit was betrayed by her fellow gods. Arthur, Arthur forcefully begins to judge Stephen, telling him there is chaos inside him. Then Stephen escapes. That night, Stephen is doing inventory at work when he begins to hear a dog whimpering in an area of the museum. As Stephen is searching, he notices something scary and hides. Arthur speaks with the intercom, telling him to bring him the scarab or else he'll be ripped apart. Stephen runs into the bathroom and his reflection begins talking to him again, telling him that he can save both of them, but he needs full control. With his hand forced, Stephen allows Mark to take control and we see him make slight work of the jackal that was chasing after him. And then after that, we get a full showcase of the suit as the episode comes to an end. Beautiful job, brother. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, great first episode. Um, kind of one point that um, re- one part that really stood out to me is when Arthur was um, explaining kind of Amit's values mm-hmm. uh, when he says uh, the boogeyman to endeavors could see everybody's past, present, and future to prevent bad from happening. Evil doers, yeah. That, sorry, that a uh, specific line kind of uh, reminded me. I thought it was kind of a, in a way, a cool crossover. Amit kind of has the same values as Hydra from Captain America Winter Soldier. How do you figure? When they, because when um, in Captain America Winter Soldier, they have the, uh, I forgot, the the flying aircraft, the air carriers. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and they build the algorithm to oh, kill people yes that are um i was definitely thinking do... the first captain america but you're referencing mm. winter soldier yes yes yeah so it's kind of like the same values in a way and kind of in a way nick fury because he kind of had the same thought uh for that as well yes yes 
Yes. <clears throat> but not as evil. It's not as evil because we're on the good side of it. You yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm sure the people that were going to be shot by Nick Fury's algorithm would have been like, that's an evil guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. But I thought that was a cool, like... I will say the only bias I would say... I love that connection that you just made. The only bias I would say about that is that, from what I remember, it's been a minute since we covered that, but that when Hydra built the algorithm, it was to protect only themselves. It seems like Amit's is a little bit more broad, and it's just about making the world a better place in her ideology if that makes sense because hydra was like May, maybe but in hydra's in hydra's ideology they think that's the better world as well but they're they're killing the people that are going to cause issues like for hydra you don't think um, ahmed would do as well i think ahmed is just killing anyone that's done something bad whether that is regard like whether that is regarding ahmed or not Okay, but I, I mean, like a I said, more I, research I on love, Amit to understand. Yeah. yeah, and like I mean, you do make a great connection there, and I do think that that is one hundred percent true. But yeah. like I said, devil's advocate, sort of. Um, mm -hmm. That just like Hydra seems a little it. bit more specific on Hydra's. That's true. Mentality versus Amit's yeah. is just like, well, you did kind of bully a kid, so like, bye. they're gonna get shot down by uh, you know a. Uh, Huge round coming <laughs> 35 millimeter. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, no, it's all good. But yeah, I thought that was a cool point. Um, just another funny thing. Kind of like an, another nod to Oscar uh, Isaac uh, talking about mannerisms, like how he treats each character. I love the way he uh, has Steven run. Like the mm -hmm. way he runs is so funny because mm -hmm. it's like not, I don't know. It's like pathetic in a way, you know, <laughs> like very, you know, hasn't ran in a long time, yeah. never did track, never played sports, you yeah, know. Yeah, uncoordinated. Yeah. Very uncoordinated. Just, you know, money. Pathetic. Like Mark is probably just like oh. a track star, you know. Like mm -hmm. the uh, the the father in uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Um, and another thing that I uh, saw, I really... Uh, this is what I was talking about, how uh, at the start of this app, I was like uh, watching the show, just noticing things that we didn't notice the first time. Um, and nearing the end of the scene, when Steven is wandering the museum, when he hears the, the whining dog, um, he looks at his reflection. I and in that, that shot, we see Steven Grant. And in the second reflection, we see Mark Spector. Mm -hmm. And in the last reflection... We see Jake Lockley. Mm -hmm. I thought that was really cool. I didn't even notice that when I first watched it. I thought it was just a reflection. <laughs> but it's kind of cool how it's like foreshadowing his three personalities. Mm -hmm. mm. <clears throat> um, I thought, yeah, that was uh, really cool. Like, a, uh, like I don't even know where I'm going without it. But that was, I thought that was cool. A nice attention to detail. I could not yes. agree more. <clears throat> and then my final point. This dude's unreal. Uh, yep. It's pretty much, I mean, I think there was some, uh, like a photo shoot of Oscar Isaac wearing the suit, the actual suit, mm -hmm. which is cool. I like how they have a practical suit. I'm pretty sure this one was a little more CGI, but it was. I liked it. Thought it was great. Love yep. the white glowing eyes. Love the the colors, the the kind of like the, um, the ancient um, fabric. Yeah. In a way, thought mm -hmm. that was super cool. Yeah. Um, 
but that's all I got. Great first episode. The mask is so hard as well. That's so good. It's so good. <laughs> the and hood the little, with the point. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's tough. Well, I don't owe you any money because you didn't take any right. of my points. Nice, nice. So <clears throat> this is a silly little stupid one, but all that right. is kind of fun. Um, I don't really know how they got away with this, but granted, it's not that big of a deal. But they do reference the Avatar movie and the anime uh, when Arthur asks uh, Steven, he goes, do you know what an Avatar is? And Steven's like, yeah, the, the blue people. And he was like, no. And he's like, oh, like the it's like the cartoon or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, just, I just thought that was kind of neat because I was like, oh, I didn't watch I, the cartoon, but I did watch the might, first Avatar and it was awful. That might trigger some people. think – Avatar, The Last Airbender's anime. We don't want to trigger. No, that's people. that's accurate. Um, I have a lot of friends that really enjoy it. They they all call okay. it animes. They all call yeah. it anime. Yeah, yeah. They also don't I claim just, the live I, action movie. So. Yeah, I just saw the. There's a show for that now, right? It's coming out soon. Yeah. Yeah. Netflix. Just stick with the anime, my opinion. But we'll agreed, see. Agreed. Uh, continue on. Uh, the next one being is that what. Uh, like we said at the end, Mark makes slight work of the jackal that was chasing Stephen. Um, a jackal is what attacks Stephen, and a jackal is, in its most iconic figure, Anubis, if you know who Anubis or what Anubis is. Mm -hmm. um, but it's either half human or and half jackal, or it's a full animal. Uh, so what we saw really? there was the full animal. Anubis mm -hmm. is like the the lower half of like a human. Uh, and, and does have arms, uh, but has like a, a, a different like head, shoulder. Interesting. Um, okay. So I don't know. I thought that was kind of neat. And yeah, that's really if cool. If I'm not mistaken, um, Amit's body, it's like the head of a um, mm, gator, you're right. the body of a um, of a lion, mm -hmm. and then the oh, yeah. the like bottom half of a hippopotamus, because mm. those were the three main predators during the ancient Egyptian times. So it's like the three really? largest pre or predators, which is like yeah. sort of like, I mean, I'm not here to draw conclusions, but you would assume that that's like, you know, the biggest predators. That's the scariest. That's not mm -hmm. a very cool God. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I don't know. If yeah. I saw that animal, a hippo lion gator, <laughs> count yes. me out. <laughs> yeah, that looks I, like it could do some damage to you for sure. I'm gonna have to call Nick Fury, get that gun going. <laughs> it's, I'm not playing games. I might have to side with Hydra on that one. Yeah, yeah, we're running that. As long as that's <laughs> on the the algorithm, we're chilling. Yeah, and honestly, take out all the jackals while we're at it because that thing was terrifying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I couldn't find an exact time that it took them, but I I know I told you this a little while ago. But the producers and the director said that the bathroom scene was quite a challenge for them to make uh, because they had to have Steven uh, like react to his own voice as Mark and the Mark lines weren't recorded yet. So he had an earpiece in and his stunt oh. devil, funny enough, was actually the one feeding him Mark's line. So he was able to react on time. Wow. Um, and on top of that, there was some CGI of when like the mirrors were shaking and then there was glowing tiles. Um as you know, the jackal was yeah. running in, and he was just like, "Doing well." First of all, he's doing this. <laughs> I mean, I think I think us men, we've all done that once or twice. Okay. <laughs> um, but I I don't know. I thought that was really neat to uh, a a very different way of recording that. 
Because the way I would have done it, which obviously I'm, I'm imagining this is a multi-billion dollar company. They know what they're doing. Yeah. But I would just have Oscar Isaac remember both sides of the lines and then like replay them in his head and then react and then go film Mark's lines and then have it that way instead of having an earpiece. But I don't know. I thought it was just a, a cool way of filming yeah. the whole idea. I don't know. It was neat. Um, I love. I think personally, I would like to hear your piece, so I just don't even have to. Yeah, like, it makes worry sense. About. Yeah, yeah, but that's why mm. I'm not a multi-billion-dollar company. Yeah, and I'm an a actor. Multi-one dollar company. Yeah, I got like yeah. eight of them. <laughs> What's good? I gotta get gas soon. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, that's two gallons, barely. <clears throat> not here. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, gal a gallon. A gallon and some change. Gallon some change. Or nice. That's two bagels. And I think we both know what I'm picking. We're going with the bagel. Oh, yeah. yeah We're yeah. going with the bagel. I got two Lambro Feeties for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Lambro Feeties. That's great. <laughs> I love um, that. But with that being said, that's that's the app. Yeah, you know I mean? that is that. Mm-hmm. I'm excited I'm ex- for episode two. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the show. Know what else I'm excited um, for? To get back in the groove, because yeah, yes. I am too. I was gonna say to get into Tom Holland Spider Man, because you're not gonna enjoy tomorrow's podcast. Let me tell you. Um, I mean, I might be on the same boat with you, because we both know it's not the greatest film. I am harsh. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> with all that being said, ladies and gentlemen, once you guys uh, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, Rate five stars on the Apple Podcast. Go check us out on the Spotify's. Go check out the clips. Gonzo's absolutely crushing it, making me look way better than I need to. But, I mean, you got to touch this face up when that face is next to me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I got to touch this up, too. You know, Um, we both got to be looking good. Got to look like a million dollars to get a million dollars, you know? Hey, man, I've heard that the first one's the hardest. It is. It's just, you know, all downhill from there. Just, you know, still on the climb. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, guys, thank you guys so much for hanging out. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, What do you want them to comment? Um, I want you guys to comment which character of, uh, which character you like. Do you like Stephen Grant? Do you like Mark Spector? Or do you like Jake Lockley? Even though we... We'll get to it. I only saw a little snippet of Jake Lockley, yeah. but if you guys, some of you are big Marvel uh, comic fans, yep. so you guys probably know a lot more than us. So just let us know. I like Comment that. down below. I like that a lot. Make sure you guys leave a like too. Yep. And uh, we'll get back to you. Absolutely. We'll always respond. Always yeah. respond. Unless yeah. it's something just extremely negative to not even... <laughs> comment too that's so. fair that is fair yeah <clears throat> um alrighty guys well this has been mm-hmm. The Watchers <gasps> peace and butt grease butt grease <laughs>